Hi, everyone. Welcome to this episode of The Wellness Triangle, your one-stop shop for all things spirit, mind, and body, brought to you by the Student Advocates for Wellness. I'm Sarah. I'm a senior at Springfield College, and I'm in the sports biology program with a minor in psychology, Um, and I've been a student advocate for three years. And today we have Carrie, who is a Springfield College and student advocate alum, to talk with us. Hello, everyone. My name is Carrie. I am now two years out, well, that's kind of scary, um, of Springfield, and I was a student advocate for four years, and it was an amazing experience. I went to school for health promotions in schools and communities and had the best four years at Springfield ever. We are going to talk about kind of adulting 101 type of stuff and what life may be like after college where that can take you sometimes it can be a little scary I guess so kind of just gonna touch on that awesome so Carrie if you don't mind starting off with kind of telling us a little bit about maybe your senior year and kind of how how that process went um any grad school challenges or any feelings of maybe what was to come next Yeah, so senior year, I was a lost puppy. I went into it and I was like, so you're telling me I need a job in like nine months from now? I don't know how I'm going to do this. And I feel like senior is when you realize like so many people actually don't know what they're doing after school. Like, yes, you have this major, but you're like, wait, like health promotions is so broad. I was like, I could do so much with this, but yet I can't find a job because I don't have a degree yet. So I can't even start applying on LinkedIn. And you're just like, so overwhelmed at the same time as trying to see your friends and join more clubs and go out with a bang and I remember I was in vagina monologues and I'm like let's just focus on this and just forget that in May all of a sudden life is going to hit me in the face after monologues was kind of over and I was sitting in my apartment at school I was like okay so I feel like I should start planning maybe something for after this and now it's March and I'm like hmm maybe I should start applying to school for next year or think about it and I'm like stressing myself out about my master's and finances and you have those days where you're just like oh my god finances grad school diplomas master like everything you're just like I don't know where anything is I don't know how to get there no one tells you this stuff And all of a sudden I started applying to every school possible and just, I feel like I was on my laptop every day applying for jobs, applying for grad school, applying for this, that, and the other. And I'm like, why am I not hearing back? It's not the same as undergrad. And now I'm even more overwhelmed. And then all of a sudden like April came around and I'm like, no, you know what? It's time to have fun again. Like I'm a senior one. It's like a roller coaster. Like all of a sudden you're like, I want to be responsible. And then all of a sudden you're like, no, I want to be cool and young and fun. And then you're like, I need to figure out what I'm doing for my life, but I need to enjoy this now. I don't know. The senior year was, it was a roller coaster, a good one, but roller coaster. <laughs> yeah. Um, actually, this is kind of a new discovery that I've made. Some sports bio and my thing since freshman year, and you probably know this, Carrie, was always I want to do something kind of medical, maybe PA, PT, something along those lines. Springfield is a great college for that along with other things obviously but um my minor is in psychology and I've always taken a natural passion for psychology and things related to psychology so I was having this thought with one of my roommates and I was like 
I don't know if PT is right for me. And so I actually have applied to grad schools now and gotten in. I actually only applied to two. So things are different. You applied to as many as possible. And I applied to two um, in psychology. So I completely changed my <laughs> decision of what I wanted to do. And I honestly could not be happier. But at the same time, it was one of the scariest decisions that I ever made because I went from thinking I wanted to do something for the past four years and spending so much time thinking about it and trying to keep my grades up in those classes for like kind of like nothing but not really because I'm a lot happier than I would have been I like think about this a lot and I think this is why I know this was the right decision to make is because when I would think about PT and applying I would get so stressed out I would it would literally like I, I'd get sweaty and like different things like that. I had to take a gap year because there were some grades I did need to improve on. So just different things like that. But then when I thought about psychology, no matter what, and just a future in that, I was like immediately at ease. And I thought it, it was going to be a lot better choice for me. And it turns out it was. I'm excited. I'm going to continue here at Springfield for Yay. clinical mental health counseling. Congrats. I'm telling so. you. The other thing is no one really knows what they're doing after school like no they pick a major in like a realm of something unless it's very specific but so many people change like what's the stat like one in four people change their major or people change their major like on an average of like three times from when they pick one like it's crazy like you can't pick at the age of 18 really what you want to do for the rest of your life and it's okay to switch and being in a different major it's okay like I started as nursing and thank God I did it because I realized nursing was not for me, like at all, not at all, not even a little, still never going to do it ever. <laughs> but, you know, you have to do those things to get a background in something. And you know what? Taking that leap is almost like better that you started as something else. You still kind of are in the medical field. Yeah. You know? And I think I think that's even what I talked about with some other professors and stuff, too, about how they're like, you're still doing what you want to do, which is helping others, um, just in a little bit of a different way that you have a little bit more of a passion for. So. And you wouldn't have found mental health without being in, what is it, PA, PT, what a PA school? Yeah, sports bio. If you weren't in that. <laughs> exactly. With like all these, you know, different decisions, and clearly, we both kind of changed what we wanted to do. And I think that's something that's very unique about Springfield is they do have you know, majors and programs that take you right through. And it kind of could cause pressure on some people that aren't in those programs to kind of think what they want to do at the age of 18. And that's not always reasonable. So I think that's just kind of an interesting perspective that is brought to the table. Did you ever feel any pressure from either others around you, kind of like what I just said, on making certain decisions during your senior year, or even for further education? Oh, yeah, like your whole senior year, they're pre- preparing you for what's next and both my brother and sister went to Springfield and after school they went through the whole process of finding jobs and you're gonna start at the bottom you're not just gonna get out and like be the head honcho at this new place but you also don't want to settle and your teachers are like so what's next have you started writing resumes and you're like what do you mean I haven't done that since senior year of high school and all that and like my roommates were also applying for jobs and applying to grad school and 
everyone around you is pretty much like also trying to figure it out, but we were all in the same boat as to we're going to enjoy the summer. And then the fall, it's like another school year. By the time the fall comes around, we'll all hopefully have jobs by then. You're not going to go home. Most people don't go home right away in May and have a job waiting for them. If you do, you are very lucky. But you really just have to take that time after you graduate and just regroup, go home or find an apartment or live with your parents, whatever you need to do, and then figure it out. Because trying to figure it out in April and May when jobs might not be open yet, schools, maybe you didn't have time to look at schools. I feel like you either have to look at schools in the fall and start applying in the fall or just wait till the summer and let everything kind of simmer out and see what you really want to do. You can't just decide like, okay, during Stayuka week, let me try and do this application and then see my friends and then do that. And you're just like, oh my God, why am I doing this all now? Like, not like me. Um, you really just want to get home after May and relax and not put that much pressure on yourself because you'll make yourself go crazy, you know? Mm-hmm. So in October, I made the decision, obviously, to switch over to something in psychology and everything did really happen really quick. You know, like I, I was like, all right, I'm applying and I wanted to get in for fall, even though I knew if I couldn't, I couldn't and I'd find something else to do in the meantime. But I was like, all right, take the GREs next step, next step. And I think something that really helped me through the process was I had a couple of professors and um, Kelsey, our GA for student advocates is in the PsyD program. So she's related to the psychology kind of department that I obviously wanted to be a part of since Springfield was one of my main schools. So having people that I could reliably go to to help me through this process, especially being a first generation college student, was incredibly helpful. So I don't know if did you have anyone similar that you like kind of went to for these things? Um, I went to my siblings mainly because they're teachers also and I want to teach and they went to Springfield and they know a lot of people around here and I knew I wanted to come back up. I live in Rockland County in New York. Um, so I had them also Kelsey and Christine were helping me navigate college searching I was like I need recommendations help me with the steps who do you know here like having different people in different sections of Springfield even like Annie and Jen and teachers I'm like who do you know here who do you have connections with here how can you help me with this I want to do this this and this I'm like throwing everything at them like okay now what like now you tell me what do you recommend me doing and they were great. Everybody at Springfield was great with helping me transition and Google stuff and write stuff for me. I'm like, thank you. I need it tomorrow. Thanks. <laughs> <laughs> I think one of the best things about Springfield is that we are a small community. So professors and other staff really get to know you and it just helps a lot. I realized through this whole process. Mm-hmm. Um, so you did mention something about your roommates before. And I also... I'm curious on your thoughts of this. Where did that kind of leave you? Because I don't know. I've lived with one roommate for the past four years, essentially, of college. And she's going here next year as well. But I didn't make my decision until after leasing and stuff was made. So I think I'm going to have to end up living with a whole new group of people. So what is your living situation? How has that changed since graduating? When I graduated, I came back 
to Rockland and I had no job, no school, no nothing. And I was like, uh-oh. So I went and lived with my mom. And all summer I was applying for TA jobs to be a teaching assistant in Rockland. And the week before school started, I got a teaching assistant job. The school I go to now started a new health education program. So literally a week before both, both kind of just worked out perfectly where there was an opening and a new program where I was like, oh, awesome. And then I was like, let me just stay home and save money and live with my mom for a while. I'm not going to go live at the school. Thank God I didn't because they're remote now and that would have really stunk. And I lived home until the pandemic. And then in August, I was like, all right, I'm ready, ready to move out. And I now live in Brooklyn and I have one roommate and we get along great. And I think it's something you have to do because you've been living with the same person for three years. Like, just do it. Go live with someone else. (laughs) You'll like yourself later. (laughs) How did you like go about finding a room, a new roommate? Well, mine's actually my boyfriend. So that kind of worked out, but they have, um, what are those apps where like you could sign up for roommates? I know a lot of people have done that. And it's literally like Tinder for roommates. You put in like what you want in a roommate. If you're an early riser, if you go to bed early, wake up early, like, do you like to make midnight snacks? Do you like, they have like so many questions on this thing and you could find so many people. Mm -hmm. They literally like place you with anybody or you can just get a one bedroom. And honestly, that wouldn't be the worst thing either. That's one of my concerns too. Also, I've been going back and forth. Obviously, I think I'd rather live with either one roommate and myself or alone. But I've also heard that living alone for the first time can be really lonely, especially if I'm starting grad school um, with all new people that I don't know either. So I'm curious as to what those two (laughs) outweigh, like the different weights of living with someone random or just someone new for the first time or living alone for the first time. I feel like they're both a little daunting. Depends if that other person is in school, like he's in school too. So we get it. Like this night we have to do work that needs to happen. When I live with my mom, she's like, let's go to dinner. Let's go to Nelson. Let's go do this. This is this. when I'm with him. It's like, okay, you have class Tuesday, Thursday. I have Monday, Wednesday. This is class time while you cook and vice versa. So they understand like the priorities of, test and studying and stuff like that as you know it's a great thing to have if you live with somebody who's just working full-time that might be a little bit harder um and yeah living by yourself might be a little lonely I think it would be like it's nice to have someone to live with especially because after college you can't just walk down the hall and be like hey you want to go to Cheney it's like you actually have to make plans with people like adulting is just like so strange you like have to text them be like hey next Friday are you free and it's like very different um so having schedule it in on your calendar (laughs) so having a roommate is nice because you do always have someone to kind of hang out with but I feel like it's only good if they're also in their masters or in school too Mm -hmm. I don't recommend living with like three or four people that's just too many cooks in the kitchen during grad school like grad school is a lot of work yeah. Unless they're in your major or in your field, it might be a little hard. 
Mm-hmm. Yeah, even sharing a senior suite with four people. I know even fridge and freezer space can get a little tight at times. So <laughs> for sure. The student advocates for wellness are now offering our contactless condom program. Springfield College students can receive free condoms in discreet, unmarked packaging delivered straight to their door. All you have to do is go to our Instagram at SC underscore student advocates, click the link in our bio, and fill out a Google form telling us your name, dorm, and room number, and the condoms will come straight to your door. Once again, that's at SC underscore student advocates. And always remember, we come faster than you do. I also think I'm finding it really helpful to join certain Facebook groups once you maybe get accepted to a certain program or um, whatever your master's is going to be in because obviously there's always people kind of on there that may be looking for other roommates. Um, so I'm, I'm hopefully going to turn to that to kind of maybe find someone that I could be compatible with. It's kind of like a freshman year type of thing. I know we like have a little Facebook group chat um, to do that in. Yeah. People also haven't decided yet too, I'm sure. Right. And that's what I keep having to remind myself is that just because I got accepted doesn't mean like everyone else did either yet. Um, So kind of just making sure that it's okay not to have a roommate yet. I feel like I'm constantly trying to get to the next step like we've talked about before. And it's okay to kind of take a breather every now and then. Undergrad, you can do that. But grad, (laughs) you can't. As much as you want to, you just can't. (laughs) So you mentioned uh, having to schedule in people now um, because free time isn't as much as it used to be. And it's with different people. It's not just with people in your master's program or in your college campus. Um, So kind of how have you balanced that in terms of who to hang out with when or different free time or just getting involved in maybe other hobbies? Well, you realize after college, you have less free time. Like I remember being done with class by like 10 and then like walking over to the gym or walking over to Cheney adulting you don't have Cheney you cook you clean everything yourself you do laundry you have to go places to do your laundry you can't just walk down to your basement and hang out with your friends in between you don't have that luxury anymore but you also have to find time for yourself and free time but also after undergrad you get less FOMO I feel like people aren't just hanging out and snapchatting in their dorm rooms as much people are actually like oh I'm at work like oh I'm doing grad school oh I'm still on class you know I feel like now I'm realizing more like everyone else is adulting too it's not just me everyone else isn't walking down the hall to see their friends anymore like we all are so we are all trying to make an effort to hang out with each other when we have time but we're all also adults now like doing these like big girl things that I wasn't doing in college where I probably should have been, but wasn't. Um, And also making time for myself. One thing, always make sure you are still in contact with your Springfield family because they will be with you forever. Like my brother's wedding, he had all his friends and his wife's friends and we had the big banner and everything. And, you know, those people stay with you for life. So make sure you're always making time for them because that is your family so yeah just kind of like budgeting time I feel like can get a little tricky oh yeah oh my gosh (laughs) like I write things everywhere and I have this dry erase board and I try and put like every little thing on there I'm like why did I book myself like you have a new schedule after college and there's like 
no free time and you definitely go to bed earlier. You have to wake up earlier. Like I used to complain about an 8 a.m. class. Oh my God, the worst. Now I'm like, I have to be at work. I leave the apartment by like 6.45 to think I complained about rolling out of bed in sweatpants to go to an 8 a.m. class. I'm like, wow, I miss those days. Like that was my biggest problem, making it to an 8 a.m. class. Um, the nice thing is there's no rules. Like after college, like there's no quiet hours or, you know, what is that noise? 24 what? hour. 20, yeah. Like when I have finals, I can do whatever I want during finals because I live in an apartment. I don't live in the townhouses or, you know, alumni hall. So there's like no rules. So you actually make yourself a little bit stricter and you live like a healthier lifestyle because there are no rules. So I feel like I am more on top of myself about scheduling and keeping things in check and knowing that like Monday, Wednesday, Friday, I have this, Tuesday, Thursday, I have this. I have free time from here to here during that free time. I'm going to do this for myself or I'm going to see my family or I'm going to get my nails done. Like there's definitely a stricter schedule now, but I feel like that keeps me in check because it goes from like work and grad school and coaching. I'm like, okay, these are my three hours. What am I going to do during that little chunk of time? Mm -hmm. Yeah, I feel like a big transition was, um, you know, high school to college and the big thing that they always told you for that was you're going to have so much more free time that you're like not going to know what to do with yourself. And then it almost seems like from college to post-grad, you kind of get this structure back that you maybe had in high school that did you well back then. Um, mm -hmm. That seems like it could be beneficial in terms of having some sort of consistency that I almost feel like I'm lacking a little bit right now. <laughs> so You don't change me chill. And you don't have, see your friends in the union and hang out there for 20 minutes and then see them in the sack office. Like, I don't have those distractions anymore. When I come home, at most, I'll have like a conversation with my mom and be like, okay, 20 minutes, like, here we go. But you don't have that Cheney chilling anymore. You don't have, you don't hang in the library with your friends anymore. Like, it's not, not what I do anymore. And to think I used to think I was so stressed and overwhelmed in undergrad and now looking back I'm like wow I just really waste not wasting my time I really did have a lot of free time I just spent it in the sack office and in Cheney and in the union and in Dunkin Donuts like that's what I did I would love to go back to that but that's what I did <laughs> <laughs> yeah I think it has its perks and downsides <laughs> so I know you mentioned before and we, we touched upon, um, you know, living and the parts that come along with that, whether you're living with people, other roommates or alone. And I know one of my concerns about this as well is the finances that come along with this, maybe for the first time for some of us or just in a different environment because you're not paying for everything in like a chunk anymore. There's like finances for this and finances for this. So have you seen anything from peers around you or even personal experiences about how to deal with this. Except the fact that you're going to be broke. There's no nice way to put it. <laughs> Unless you got like a full scholarship, you're going to be broke. Um, no, not actually. I know a lot of my friends started paying off their undergrad student loans, like right when they got out of school and they were paying off in chunks. So like, I don't want to worry about it. They lived at home with their parents, rent free, whatever you do. If you have that 
opportunity, do that. If you're going right into grad school, defer your loans as long as possible because you don't have to start paying them until six months after you graduate with your master's, which I didn't know. You really have to do your research. I did not know this Um, because I thought after I graduated in May, I would have to start paying right after. I'm like, I don't have money. What do you mean? I have to start paying. But I realized when you are in your master's, you really do have to have a job just because living is so much like even if it's something small, like waitressing one or two days a week, just groceries and little things you didn't realize that like you didn't really pay for an undergrad, like weddings and birthday gifts. And like in undergrad, we used to get our friends a bottle of wine for their birthdays or like a cake or, you know, something super small. that's normally like something you can eat or drink, nothing like materialistic. After you realize how much money you spent on all that stuff, like laundry, food, vacations, Airbnbs, stuff like that, you know, going out to dinner. It's so expensive. Like to live and go to grad school, you have to have a job. Mm-hmm. You have I think grad school, from what I've kind of done my research on so far, it, it seems pretty flexible in terms of there's a lot more night classes and you don't have as many day classes. So there is a little more flexibility with that to have a job. And then I also know wherever people choose to apply to, there could be either GA fellowships like Springfield has or different scholarships that could help with tuition funds. Um, But I think that can help with the cost a little bit too. And I just think, I think there's a, a hard line to draw between, you know, what can I spend my money on for myself and, you know, different things like splurging or however you want to kind of frame it versus what, what, when do I need to be a little more harsh with myself? Do you find yourself struggling with that or any of your peers around you struggling with that? Yeah, I'm not like a shopper. My friends are, so I'm not one of those, like, I'm going to go on Sheen and even though I just downloaded that app, it's very dangerous. Um, but I'm not like a big shopper. Like I don't run up my credit. Like my friends just like go shopping every weekend, like therapy shopping, retail therapy. They're big with that. I luckily am not, but they do have, um, I was explaining before this app that they show where your spending is and where it's coming in, where it's going out, what your big chunks are going towards. And once you realize that where you're spending more try and cut down each one a little bit like if you see your groceries are really high coupon spend a lot on airbnbs ask for airbnb gift cards for christmas that's what i did so i could still do my little weekend getaways and see when they have discounts and say like now i'm a big like sales girl like this is 50 percent off woohoo! which i was never like in undergrad undergrad i was just like amazon awesome great you know Mm-hmm. you have For to have sure. more structure with your budgeting now I don't know I feel like I could envision myself keeping like a notebook of this too I'm a big writing out type of person so I like to have an agenda in my hands versus virtually so do you use any sort of different things like that in ter- like I know we mentioned the app but do you have like a something online on your computer to help you track this and other hard um, things to keep straight in grad school or in in future post-grad life a lot of my friends actually use like the excel sheets and for budgeting 
they either print them out or do it online, which I'm going to come around to do soon. I just haven't gotten there yet. Um, just because they put school, food, gas, you know, and then self, like just regular spending money. And they break it down like 5% can go to this, 5 in savings, 5 in here. You know what I mean? Like it seems to be working for them. Maybe that's mm-hmm. what I should try and do. <laughs> yeah, I feel like I try, especially when you're sharing a space with other people and either maybe doing groceries together or splitting some of that. I try to obviously budget and keep track of what I'm spending on certain things, but I definitely feel like there's improvement. Things like that might never change. That's just who you are. (laughs) This is also true. Yeah, this has been a great conversation to kind of hopefully ease some of the stressors about maybe future post-grad endeavors. Um, So yeah, so to kind of sum things up, what do you think that your biggest takeaways are from this transition into a post-grad life? Currently, I am so happy in life being a TA being a coach, being in grad school, being a doula, just got certified for that, doing all these fun things and still having my SC family. I just feel like the transition was so easy and I felt very prepared for life and my job and my education. That's all thanks to Springfield College. Without them, I don't think I would be where I am today. And I'm just so happy I am living life, loving life. Yeah, it can seem a little scary at times. I definitely think there's obviously some uncertainty that comes with post-grad life that you just kind of have to live and figure out. But I'm hoping that I, and I think I have received the best care and consideration into into helping me figure out what I want to do post-grad. Whatever you do, you'll be great. Exactly. So that kind of, I think, wraps things up for this final podcast for the season. Thank you for joining us today for this discussion. I hope maybe this could have eased some of your stress as well that you may be experiencing. And thank you, Carrie, for being with us. And for all things SAW, follow us on Instagram at SC underscore student advocates. And we hope that you enjoyed Stay tuned for more information on the fall 2021 podcast schedule.